Hello everyone, and welcome once again to another episode of Modern Manners Guy's Quick and Dirty Tips for a More Polite Life. After part one of The Rudest Sports Parents, I received a ton of comments regarding youth sports war stories witnessed by Mannerly Nation. People from all areas of sport, various age ranges, and different levels of youth sports all said the same. Rude sports parents are inevitable. Yes, apparently it's death, taxes, and sports parents vicariously living their childish fantasies that are the only guarantees in life. After all, nothing says, have fun and try your best, better than a ridiculous parent scolding their child like Bobby Knight shouting expletives at his basketball players. So before you strap your boots on for the youth sports battlefield, check out my list of seven of the rudest sports parents part two. And please, don't make me have to do a part three. Please. Rude sports parents number four, the dress like the player parent. In part one of rudest sports parents, I outlined examples of the egotistical mindset of the once great parent as someone who can't quite let go of the good old days. This over-the-hill parent who believes their time under the glistening Friday night lights never ended. What could be worse than the parent who can't accept they work a 95 and don't get to lace it up for the weekends? It's the obnoxious cousin to the once great parent, the dress like the player parent. We've all seen the rather sporty enthusiast pacing the sidelines of their child's game with the same intensity of a Rottweiler patrolling a junkyard. This is the parent who is dressed head to toe as if they're getting the call in from the coach at any time to join the team. It's as if dressed like the player parent has some delusion that if they look the part, they'll get the part. Nothing could be further from the truth. In a distorted version of Stolen Valor, the dressed like the player parent is hoping to pass himself off as a legitimate trusted advisor due to the fact they look like a college scout. The hopes of the dressed like the player parent can play with your mind too. I mean, there you are watching your 10-year-old freeze their buns off on a chilly December soccer field when a rather impressive figure stands with their hands on their hips like a superhero dressed by Dick's Sporting Goods. Now, you may be thinking to yourself, wow, that parent must be someone important. Maybe they own the team. Are they from Sports Illustrated? But you'd be wrong. They just have a high credit card limit, which they max out at the team's online fan shop. The rude dressed like the player parent begs for the admiration as shown in their head-to-toe spirit wear, solely intended to make sure everyone in attendance knows, or believes, that they belong. More like belong on a stage because they are given the performance of a lifetime. They don't care about their child's development. They're still living in a time when they were on the field and they got the victory. So sad. Like the sideline coach parent from part one, the dress like the player parent's rude desire to dress like a life sipes cut out of the team store is only to further their mission to pull one over on other parents. The dress like a player parent wants the attention for themselves as some sort of thought leader to fool people into believing that they have some sort of authority. Sadly for the dress like the player parent, they, like everyone else, on the sideline are just a fan, albeit a super fan. I'll give them that. Rude sports parent number five. The what about my kid parent. Since the dawn of youth sport, there has always been the what about my kid parent to cast an unmannerly and uncomfortable shadow over the whole team due to their constant complaining regarding their child's playing time. Now, in my tenure as a multiple sports parent, I've had to watch my own kids play less than others. It wasn't fun for them or me, and I felt even worse than they did because it breaks a parent's heart to watch their kid get upset. So I get it. I do. However, The one thing I never did was make my child center stage for garnering any more attention than required. 
Yes, playing time should be fair across the board, but sometimes some kids aren't as advanced as others. That's sports. It was a hard lesson to learn, but I told my kids that if they wanted to play more, they had to work for it because that's sports. However, not everyone agrees with my philosophy, as with the what about my kid parent, who makes sure everyone on the team, parents, coaches, other players, know they are fed up. Of all my many lessons I've learned as a sports parent, one thing for sure is that no coach in the history of athletics enjoys dealing with the intolerable antics of the what about my kid parent. In fact, I'll bet my life on the fact that no coach ever thanked a parent for telling them how to run the team or how guilty the coach should feel for ruining the what about my kid parent's child's athletic future. In fact, the what about my kid parent's ego is so toxic that they can't even grasp the concept that their selfish request to make their child more important results in robbing another more deserving child of the rightful chance to play. Like I said before, I believe that in youth sports, everyone who signs up should play. But I also believe that giving free passes to an undeserving child will only create unfit parents who think shouting the loudest means they'll always get their way. What's even worse is it's setting up another generation of what-about-my-kid parents to ruin the game for everyone else involved. As a result of the what-about-my-kid parent advocating solely for the sake of their child, they will isolate themselves from the other parents. I've seen it firsthand, and without fail, it makes for an incredibly uncomfortable environment for the entire team. The other parents know the what-about-my-kid parent is complaining, and the kids will as well, which makes the parent's kid feel bad too. When the what-about-my-kid parent starts to poke their entitled nose into the coach's business, the best way to handle them is to not even budge. The slightest. Take their comment to heart thank them for their opinions, and continue to run the team the proper way. Realizing that there will always be a what about my kid parent or parents in the crowd, the best way to get a jump on their rude behavior is for the coach to announce that the coach is the only one who has the right to coach. Don't indulge the what about my kid parents request, their complaints, their chirping, you name it. Nine times out of ten, the what about my kid parent will usually leave the team for another team where their complaints might be heard, so don't feel like you have to empathize with their demands for too long. Rude Sports Parent Number 6, The Overhyped Parent For my son's soccer and lacrosse teams, the parents chipped in for a high-tech camera that records and streams the games in real time. This form of technology is so good that it picks up a lot of the chatter on the sidelines, the good and the bad. I learned the hard way when my wife texted me mid-game from home to tell me that she could hear my loud laugh over everyone else on the stream. Yes, I laughed loudly. Guilty. Who cares? It's laughter. Thankfully, I wasn't giggling at an inappropriate joke that could have been overheard, which has happened. Still, even though I get pumped for the games, usually from the rounds of coffee I chug for a weekend-long tournament, I always keep my cheering positive and appropriate. This is not always the case with some sports parents, such as the overhyped parent, who arrives at the games painted head-to-toe in the team colors like some drunk frat kid for a college football game. I, and the other normal parents, keep it classy while celebrating, unlike the overhyped parent, who acts like they just shotgun a dozen Red Bulls in the parking lot. As colorful as the overhyped parent can be, they aren't necessarily a bad person per se, just a bit much. Their enthusiasm often has the opposite of the intended effect instead of encouraging. It's just a lot. I met many, many, many overhyped parents throughout the years, and in every situation, I found this person to be too stressful to be around. That stress is also felt by the kids, too. When the overhyped parent screams, 
They put their entire body into it and tend to forget the kids are watching the sidelines as well. So, when the players see an enraged, overhyped parent acting like a UFC fighter walking into the octagon, the players feel even more pressure to perform. The overhyped parent unquestionably becomes a distraction to the game and an attraction for the other team to mock. And trust me, when you see one parent on another team acting like a drunk college kid, you can't help but paint the entire team with that same brush. I recommend the team parent having a little sidebar with the overhyped parent regarding their level of passion for the team. I also recommend whoever is the closest friend to the overhyped parent also field a quick lesson on what's proper cheering to the overhyped parent to double up efforts. Again, be happy for your kids, get excited, and show your team spirit, but don't make it look like you're one more go get em away from a heart attack. Rude Sports Parent Number 7 The Let's Bring It Parent In Part 1 of this series, I talked about rude sports parents who bring a volatile nature to the games, which can have detrimental results on the team as a whole. For example, if a parent argues with the ref, that parent can not only be kicked out, but the team can be penalized or fined. Also, in the unfortunate event that opposing parents get into an altercation, the entire game can be canceled. This is one of my biggest gripes, because as a parent who is literally planning for a three-hour car ride and a two-night hotel stay for my son's soccer tournament this weekend, no one will be happy with the person who gets a game canceled due to negative behavior. In every case of extreme sports parenting gone wrong, the let's bring it parent is the one ready to throw down from the jump. Like the overhyped parent who resembles Hulk Hogan ripping off their shirt at WrestleMania, the let's bring it parent also carries a high level of bravado, but with incredibly risky outcomes. Whereas the overhyped parent can't control their innocent excitement, the let's bring it parent is looking for a fight, literally. They want to bring it to the opposing parents and take pride in the fact that they won't let anyone mess with their team. The let's bring it parent is like a poor man's European soccer hooligan who takes it upon themselves and looks like a complete idiot while doing so to be the team bodyguard. Like hooliganism, which is the absolute worst level of fandom possible, the let's bring it parent is a walking bottle rocket waiting to pop off at any time. The let's bring it parent wants the altercation to the point that they get mad when no one challenges them. In fact, I've heard a let's bring it parent tell me, quote, I was waiting for those loudmouth parents to say something, man. I was ready for it. Really? Ready for what? To fight some random parent you never met and will never see again at a frickin' youth sports game? Do you think I think that's impressive? No one wants to see that, and no one will congratulate the Let's Bring It parent for supporting our team by acting like a thug. As much as I believe I can tolerate any level of sports parent, the Let's Bring It parent is not only an embarrassment, but someone who should not be around kids at all. After all, the Let's Bring It parent is one, what did you say? Away from not only being kicked out, but banned from all games and possibly arrested. Yes, I've seen that as well. There are not many things I can say I hate in this world, but the Let's Bring It parent is one of them. I am pretty sure every parent must sign a code of conduct form when they sign up their child to play, even if they just scroll down to the bottom and press agree, as if we all need a reminder of what not to do. But from the beginning, any parent that even threatens to use violence, let alone in front of kids, should never be at a game. Ever. Just the notion of it. This is a one-strike-and-you're-out ruling in my book. And to the let's bring it parents out there, no one is impressed. If you can't keep your aggression under wraps during a youth game, then you may want to stick to an athletic event that's a little more soothing, such as chess, baton twirling, or yoga. 
Namaste, let's bring it, parent. Namaste. All right, folks, I want to hear from you, so please drop me a line. Modern Matters Guy is a quick and dirty tips podcast. Thanks to the team at Quick and Dirty Tips, Adam Cecil, Morgan Christensen, Holly Hutchins, Davina Tomlin, and my rock star producer, Dan Firebrand. I'm your host, Richie Freeman. If you have a question for me, send me a voice message or email at manners at quickanddirtytips.com. For more information about the show, visit quickanddirtytips.com or check out the show notes in the podcast app. Thank you so much for joining me again. Have a great weekend.